Welcome to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Now here's Jesse to welcome you into this episode. What's up, you guys? It's Jesse. Welcome back to today's episode. This is a solo episode once again because it is Black Friday shipping day. So I'm currently at the salon and we are shipping out all of your Black Friday orders and it's insane. But I'm pregnant and I'm not supposed to do a ton of manual labor. So I'm not a ton of help when it comes to like actually doing things here. So I am in charge of marketing today. I've been doing stories behind the scenes um, and then just stuff like that. And then our school opens tomorrow, which is insane. So Um, I've also been working on stuff for that. And then I just thought I would get a podcast episode recorded, um, so that I have something to put out this week. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay. So to start off today's episode, we are going to be doing the Dutch of the day. See if you can hear my eyes. Um, this is so weird doing it alone. I feel like it's so much more fun when I have other people here. But I have the Holly Jolly Rebel today, and I love this drink. I've had it a few times. So good. Every year, Dutch Bros does holiday drinks, and they usually do a different Rebel. Last year, they had something called the Glacier Peak Rebel, and I loved that. This one's just as good. But if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw my story. The other day, I ordered this Rebel, and I put the straw in like immediately, and they put like I don't know if it's like carbonation or fizz or something. And they had it all at the top and I put the straw in and it exploded all over my car, all over me. It was insane. So today I let it sit for a minute before I put the straw in and that helped a lot. So it's really good. I'd give it like a nine out of 10. Honestly, it's one of my favorites. It has soft top. It has green sprinkles. I'm not really sure what's in it, but it's divine. So If you haven't tried that yet, it's a limited holiday drink. You got to try it. I also have my Stanley full of water. I posted about this too, but I have the flip top, which I love because I love that it doesn't spill. I have the video going right now, so I'll probably put this up on like the reel I do for this episode. But look, you can literally like tip it upside down. No spilling. The Stanleys with the straw do spill even the new ones a little bit. So this one's great, especially for on the go. Okay, so today's episode is just going to be a little chit chat. I thought we could talk about pop culture, things that have happened this week, things that are going on in the world right now. And then also our hair school opens tomorrow. So I'm going to give some updates about that. And then I'm also going to read stories from you guys that you submitted about your best and worst hair school memories. I thought that would be kind of fun to do since our school opens tomorrow. So uh, let's start with peaks and pits. Let's talk peaks and pits. All right. So I would say my peak this week, I have two. I would say number one is that we are doing the Black Friday shipping today. And it's just really cool every year to see this day come together because we get to see how many people ordered. And we always do guesses on like how many orders we're going to get. And we do prizes for people in our warehouse that guess the right amount. And it's cool just to kind of see the growth also year to year and how we do. And then um, it's just a fun day because we come in and we spend the whole day shipping and we bring treats for everyone. We get lunch. And it's just a fun day, even though it's a lot of work and I can't talk because I'm not even the one doing it today, but I'm here and it's, it's really fun. So, um, I just wanted to say thank you to anyone who ordered from us for Black Friday or who just orders from us in general. We really appreciate the business and we are just so overwhelmed by like the love and support every year on this day. So thank you so much. And then also my other peak is that the school opens tomorrow. I'm so excited. 
literally this week has been insane because we were on a cruise last week and like crazy timing just shouldn't have gone out of the country for a week before the school was opening, but we did. And so coming home, it was like crunch time. So this week has been crazy because we had to prepare for the school opening. And then we had Black Friday on Friday. We had the shipping for Black Friday today. And then tomorrow we're also doing Cyber Monday deals. And then we also have the school opening. So it's like, it just so happened that everything hit all at once. It's also Thanksgiving, which was on Thursday. So a holiday weekend, it's just been insane. So basically I got home from the cruise and I have been at the school every day, all day, just finalizing curriculum, getting all the last minute things together. There's just so much that goes into it that like anytime I do a new venture, I know that like I, I, you know, like there's things you just don't think of and opening a school is such a different thing than doing a salon or hair extensions or even our regular education classes. It just requires so many other things. So it's been crazy just getting all that together. I had to, um, yeah, all the curriculum finalized and come up with the calendar for the rest of the year. Um, the way we're breaking down our curriculum is it's 1200 hours and we have three phases. So we have the silver phase, which is phase one, then the golden phase, phase two, and then the third phase is platinum phase. And then the students graduate, but I wanted to get all of the curriculum and schedule done for the first phase just so that I can get through having my baby and like have the teachers be prepared and then they're going to kind of take over from there. So I just, I mean, I have all the curriculum done throughout the whole thing, but I wanted to like map out the lesson plans exactly. So the teachers just had it like so easy for the first phase and the first phase will be starting tomorrow and then it will end in January and I'll have my baby by then and I'll be off. So I just wanted to make sure they were prepared. So I did all that. We got all the um, supplies ready. Me, Nat, Kenzie, and my mom have just been there like all day, every day doing things, getting all the last minute decor, the building, uh, our building's like almost there. It's like 95% done, but we do have to paint our bathrooms still. That's the biggest thing right now. They still look like a Mexican restaurant because the building we're in used to be a Mexican restaurant. And so the tile's still like blue and green and yellow and just doesn't really match our vibe. So we need to paint all of the tile in the bathrooms and like get the stalls looking better. But we weren't going to be able to do that until Christmas break. So the students get Christmas break December 19th through January 3rd. So we're going to knock out the bathrooms during that time. So the bathrooms work, they're fine, but it's just, they're not as cute as I'd want them to be right now, but we're getting that done soon. And then our blow dryer wall, we are going to be finishing soon. Um, if you follow me on YouTube, maybe you saw this video, but we've been doing, um, or we've had this idea to do a blow dryer wall where we hang all of our Jay-Z blow dryers on the wall. Uh, we saw it on Pinterest and then we do a sign that says, you blow me away. And if you saw one of my videos updating, I talked about how we reached out to the salon that we saw the idea from on Pinterest and just like kind of asked like, how did you hang your blow dryers to make sure they stay? And they basically were like, if you copy us, we're going to sue you. So we're like, Oh, cool. Um, they trademarked you blow me away. So we can't use that verbiage on our blow dryer wall. So we had to order a new neon sign, even though we already had one. And now we have to just say you blow me away. So we're waiting for that neon sign to come in. It was supposed to come in on Friday, but it got delayed because of the holidays. So 
Um, we're just waiting for that and then we can get that wall done. And that wall is going to be like a huge feature wall in the salon area of the school. So I'm really excited for that. So once that's done and the bathrooms, and then we just have like a few more lights to hang and then like one floral arrangement in the front room. And then we have some photos that we're getting made for the classroom that are going to be hung. And that's about it. So that's going to be happening over the next few weeks and then the school will be done. So I'm so excited. But for the most part, we're ready for the students. Everything's done. You can catch um, all of the updates on my YouTube channel. Um, I did post, I have been posting updates as we've been like doing this school. So like since I think summertime is probably when I started posting. And then um, this week I'm posting like, I think it'll probably go live today actually, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember when I'm going to post it, but it's the first day of school vlog. So kind of leading up to the first day, recapping that this whole week I've been talking about and then the first day and the first day is tomorrow. So hopefully it goes well. So you can always watch that on my YouTube channel if you're interested. And then if you yourself are interested in hair school, or if you have anyone that you know that might be interested, we are now, um, taking enrollments for our second class. So our second class is going to start February 6th, and then we're going to probably have classes starting every like two-ish months, um, just kind of depending. And we have full-time and part-time schedules available. It's 1,200 hours for a hair designer license. I know that a lot of people get confused. We get a lot of messages like, is this continued education? Because hair designer isn't like cosmetology school, which is what people are used to. So I just want to clarify, it is a hair designer license, which is something that Utah has. And I believe 12 other states have it. And all of the states are probably going to have it at some point. Um, but it's strictly hair. So it's all things hair. You learn barbering, cutting, coloring, relaxers, hair extensions. Um, you get licensed. So this is for people who have not had a license before, brand new to the industry. You will get a hair designer license. You can perform all hair um, services. You just can't do waxing, nails, and skin. Those are the only things we're leaving out of our curriculum. And so a cosmetology license is hair plus the waxing, nails, and skin. And so that's the only thing. And then if you go to a state afterwards that doesn't have a hair designer license, you just have to make sure you have enough hours um, to match their cosmetology license. You may have to make up some hours, but it's not that big of a deal because usually you would have to do that anyway if you're moving to a new state because the laws for like the hours in each state for a license are so different all over the place. It's really dumb. They need to just make it the same. But the hair designer license really appealed to me because I like the idea of it being hair only because the biggest thing I see in cosmetology schools when I went and when I hear other people's experiences are that, you know, you don't learn as much as you want to because the phases are going so quickly. Because you walk through those phases so quickly, it's like you're just kind of like learning all the curriculum the state's requiring. And then they do such a short segment on each hair thing. And then you have nails and skin and pedicures and things that they throw in that Maybe if you're going to cosmetology school for hair, you don't necessarily want to learn the nails and the waxing and all that. But there are esthetician programs. So you can get your master esthetician or your basic esthetician. And that focuses solely on the hair, skin and nails. And I like that so much better. Um, and then there's even like nail licenses. And obviously a cosmetology license is a great thing to have. That's what I have. It's what I did. And hair designer is kind of a new thing, but I love that they're doing it because it lets you focus on one thing and one thing only. And there's so much within hair that going to school just for a hair license makes more sense to me. And then you can always like go and get your esthetician license if you want to focus then on skin and waxing and nails and those things because... 
to be honest, like I went to cosmetology school and I obviously chose to focus on hair, but I don't remember anything I learned about waxing nails, skin, because it's all so basic and they just like throw it at you quickly. Um, so yeah, that's why we decided to do hair designer. And obviously like me and my career, I'm more hair focused, so it just made sense. And I don't know as much about esthetician stuff. So I didn't want to venture into that without knowing. And maybe in the future, we'll add that program to our curriculum. But as of right now, our school is going to be hair only. So if you or anyone you know is interested, you can always call us or text us. Our phone number is 801-830-5883. Or you can follow our Instagram, Jay-Z Academy and DM us. And we're just here to answer your questions, but we would love to have you. Also, I get really winded freaking talking this much being pregnant. So I apologize if I'm like breathing heavy during this podcast. Um, and then I would say my pit for this week is probably just how crazy it's been. Like I talked about, like we just had like the cruise, then Thanksgiving and the school opening and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like just all of it hit at once. And I feel like it's just been insane for all of us. So I just feel bad for like everyone who works for me because it's just like the craziest week, but things will slow down and um, it will get better. So even though it's like a fun week, it's just a lot. So it's just been crazy. And and also just being pregnant, like I can't push myself as much as I normally do. Um, I still have been, but like my body's just not the freaking same as it was, obviously, because I'm eight months pregnant. So I just feel like I'm not as helpful. Like I'm, I'm helpful in certain areas where I can sit more, but like I can't lift heavy things and I just feel bad. So that's probably my pit for the week. So let's get started on talking about celebrities and pop culture and just things that have happened this week, because I just think that's always interesting. And I feel like a lot of people like to keep up on stuff like that. So I am recording this on Sunday and it's going to go live on Friday. So I might be a few days behind if things have happened, but I'll just talk about things that are currently going on. Sometimes it makes me laugh about the things that are like considered news on like celebrities and stuff. Like I'm on E! News' app and the first thing is like, the top story is Madonna shares a rare family photo with all six kids on Thanksgiving. And it's just so funny. Like, you know, like if you are just a normal person on, on Instagram, like we all post our family photos all the time. Like that's all you see on Thanksgiving. And so it's like a celebrity does it and it's like huge news. It's just so funny to me. Um... Let's see what other things are going on. Okay. Um, another top story is that Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker broke up. I am so confused about this situation because I feel like a few months ago they were broken up and there was all these stories. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, fake news. They're not broken up. And now they're broken up again. So maybe they just have one of those relationships that's constantly on and off, but kind of sad because they've been together a few years. So we'll see what happens with that. But Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles also broke up, which I think I'm happy about because I I mean, they've been together like two years, but there's obviously been a lot of speculation about how she was engaged and then they got together. Like, who knows if the timeline is good or bad? Not that I can say anything because I moved on from my past marriage really quickly with Jordan. And I know people speculate about that with me. Um, so I know that there's always like two to three sides of every story. Um, but I do feel like I love Jason Sudeikis so much and it just makes me sad for him. Jordan and I actually just started Ted Lasso and it is hilarious. We've like binge watched all of it. We're almost done. And I just love him. I think, I mean, I know he's not Ted Lasso, but I've always loved him. I just think he's a good, funny guy. 
So it made me sad for him. And then I also love Harry Styles, obviously. So I just think that after all the drama with like, don't worry, darling, I, it's just, I think that probably tore him apart because there was so much in the media. And I think also he's touring constantly and she has kids. And so, um, you know, they had to break up, but people are now speculating that, um, Harry Styles and Kendall Jenner could get back together because they dated back in the day, which I wouldn't be mad about. I think that would be amazing. But also I think he maybe just needs to be single because he is like touring and probably doesn't even have time for a social life. I can't even imagine. Um, and he's also young. Like it's just time to maybe focus on himself, you know? But also, did anyone watch Don't Worry Darling? Because I feel like there was so much controversy surrounding that movie with like the drama that went on and stuff that it almost like tainted the movie and like it like made people not want to see it. Or if they did see it, they were more critical of it. But I freaking loved it. I thought it was amazing. I loved the twist at the end. I thought it was genius. And I get really weird. Like when things like that interest me, I get like on a tangent where like I Google it nonstop and I like research everything I can about it and learn everything. So after I saw it for the first time, it blew my mind. And then like my TikTok for the next three weeks was just don't worry, darling TikToks. Cause I was like constantly searching it. Um, but if you haven't seen it yet, go freaking see it because leaving the drama out of it, the acting was incredible. Um, Florence Pugh did an amazing job. She was so good and the story was really, really good. So, um, don't let the drama like affect your opinion of it. Maybe you won't like it, but I thought it was amazing. So if you haven't seen it, you need to see that. Okay. Another big thing that happened this week was the whole Balenciaga campaign. And it's crazy because it isn't like big news, but it's something that happened. And I was listening to the weekly trash, which is my friend Josie's podcast. And I was actually on it, um, a couple weeks ago and I will link that episode below. We podcasted together for like almost three hours. So it's a long episode, just warning you if you do listen, but it was so fun. And she did an episode this past week where she talked about it. And I agree with everything she said. And I uh, loved everything she said in that episode where she talked about it. I think it was the episode titled Juicy Josie. And she just kind of recapped pop culture, celebrities and things that had happened this week. And she talked about this a lot. Um, And I just, I loved everything she said and I'm just going to kind of repeat it, but basically Balenciaga did a campaign for like Christmas or something. And it was all these kids and they had like teddy bears and stuffed animals that had bondage on them. And there's a lot more that like is about it. Like if you deep dive into it, like there is like, there were like books in some of their pictures and like, um, like articles that had to do with like the act of, I don't even know the name. She recapped it way better. Um, but like the act of like letting child pornography being alluded to in the media and stuff and how it's legal. And I just think it's so sad because, you know, it's, it's just disgusting. Like that is never okay. And especially being a mom myself, I'm like, ew, I think that's so gross. And I think it's insane that they came out and apologized, but they didn't really like take ownership. They basically were like, oh, um, we're now suing the people who did the photo shoot, like our photographer and the people who set up the set. But it's like, no, if it's your business and your campaign, you knew what it was. Like you didn't give the photographer you hired full control on the products they were shooting and how they were going to be shot. Um, obviously I'm a very small business compared, but like we don't just hire people and then 
um, like let them just like choose what the photo shoot is, you know? So you always have creative control and you know, what's being shot and you know, what's like happening. And then, um, I guess the photographer came out and said, like, I had no control over it. Like it wasn't me who decided things. And so he kind of spoke out against it. So I think that was Balenciaga just trying to cover their asses and just make up a stupid excuse, but they obviously know it was wrong. And that's why they apologized and took things down. But um, there's obviously a lot going on with it, but what I think is insane is that celebrities don't speak up about this when it happens. Like when BLM was happening and the anti-Semitism stuff with Kanye West, like everyone's like, everyone's like posting about it and making it a big deal. And they, you know, anything political, they all are like, get out there and vote and do this, do that and stand up for what's right. But then something like this happens and there's silence. Like, like even like E! News and TMZ, like they're not posting about it and celebrities aren't posting about it. And it's just kind of crazy to me that like, this isn't a big thing. And some people are like, it's just a conspiracy theory. And I'm like, no, 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 it actually happened. So I just think that's just sick and wrong. And I, it makes me mad that like they'll post about other things, but not something like this. It's like, if you're going to be on the side of what's right, then post about everything if that's what you're going to do. So I just thought that whole thing was crazy. And of course it'll probably just get like swept under the rug, but I just think it's disgusting. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at TMZ right now. And there actually is an article that says Balenciaga receives backlash over bondage clothing ad for kids. So they actually did talk about it. Let's see what um, they actually say about it. So they're saying Balenciaga is getting major backlash for its bondage inspired kids clothing campaign and celebrities like Kim Kardashian and Bella Hadid, since they wear those brands a lot and represent them, are even feeling the heat because of their connection to the company. The luxury fashion brand rolled out the shocking ads for its spring 2023 collection. The photos depicted children gripping teddy bears clad in S&M gear. And it quickly started going viral. Almost immediately, people responded with outrage on social media, demanding a boycott of the company. Balenciaga executives quickly pulled the ads and issued an apology. Um, we kind of talked about that. They said, so the execs went on to say they plan to take legal action against the creators of the ad, which were unapproved, and they strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. But it's like, no, I don't buy that. Like, I don't buy that you had no control over what was going to happen. Um, but people on social media were still pissed and took their rage out on Kim K and Bella Hadid for their association with the company. Kim, as you know, is the founder of Skims, which has long worked with Balenciaga and Balenciaga. And Bella is one of the Balenciaga supermodels. One fan wrote, when are you going to respond, Kim? Your reputation's on the line here. Another said, celebrities like Bella Hadid are quick to jump on the BLM and misgendering bandwagon, but happy to promote Balenciaga's child porn campaign. These people have been compromised. They're satanic and are promoting the devil's work. It's evil. Um, seemingly in response, Bella erased her latest Balenciaga ad campaign from her Instagram, but has yet to comment. Kim K has also stayed mum. So they haven't said anything, but it's so true. Like people are like, okay, you can talk about other things, but not this. Like, I'm actually really glad TMZ posted about it because I didn't know that they did. Uh, but yeah, it's like, why is this not a bigger thing? It's just insane to me. Um, another thing that's kind of happened recently is the whole Ticketmaster thing with Taylor Swift. It's been crazy. Obviously, you guys have probably seen all over the internet, like what's happening with tickets and people getting them and not getting them. And they've been, you know, like just going crazy. And then people are upselling them for thousands and thousands of dollars, which is insane. 
And me and Kaylee and Christina are going to go. And we were trying to get tickets and they were, I was on a cruise. So I wasn't like much help because my time zones were off and I didn't have great service, but we were all texting and we had like a whole plan. We were texting in a group message for like weeks about this. And we had like a whole notes that we shared with each other, like the the plan on how we're going to get tickets and the locations that were our first, second, third choices. And we ended up getting tickets to Arizona for like upper bowl last row for a hundred dollars each. And we were like, let's just do them because we can always sell them. And then worst case, we don't get tickets. We at least have them, even though the seats aren't the best. So we got those, we got four of them. And then the next day they were in line for hours trying to get Atlanta, Nashville. We just had like all these locations. We're like, Hey, we'll probably go to these locations for classes. Anyway, they're our biggest locations, So let's try to go there and nothing like they would be in the queue, then get kicked out. And then once you're in, they're all sold out and it was just nuts. I'm sure you guys have seen it all. Um, but one of our stylists, McKinley, who's actually my assistant, she and her husband were able to get six tickets to Vegas. So they sold us four of them. And then her and her husband took two of them. So we're all going to go to Vegas. I'm really excited. We got really lucky and that's in March. So I'm excited because it's probably like one of her, not like very first show. The Arizona one is her first show, but Vegas is like a couple weeks after. And then we ended up selling our Vegas ones or sorry, our Arizona ones to um, some people who work here and they're going to go. So it's going to be really fun. I'm super excited, but I really hope that that whole thing gets sorted out because I know so many people didn't get tickets. And I think it's crazy. They just like canceled the regular sale. So only the pre-sale people were able to get tickets and half of them didn't. So it's just insane. I feel bad, but I think it's just obviously Taylor Swift has not toured in years and this is a highly demanded show. So it's going to be crazy, but we obviously love Taylor on this podcast. We do all of our talking Taylor segments and uh, we're really excited. So we'll definitely recap the whole concert for you guys and do an episode about it, but it's going to be really fun. I'm excited to have a little girl's trip and go see T Swift. Okay. So I feel like that's really all that's happened in the media this week, at least that I've been aware of. So I'm going to start reading some stories about the best and worst experiences people have had in hair school. I just did like a question box on my story and hopefully I got some. I'm looking right now for the first time. Oh, I got a lot. This is good. Okay. So I'm just going to read these. So someone said, (laughs) dang it. The sucky thing about question boxes is they're so small. So like you can only do a few sentences. So I'm not going to get like these like explanations, you know, but I think some people did message. So maybe I'll get some longer ones, but this one said punched a client in the face with my round brush. I feel like I need more context to what happened there because that's insane. That's really funny. I hope the client deserved it if that's what happened. Cause if not, that's a little crazy. Someone just said it's hard. Amen. School is hard. That's something that, um, I'm, hoping to talk to the students about on the first day tomorrow is just like our hair school. We want to make a better experience. I've seen so many people go through like bad experiences in hair school. I had some bad experiences and I, I know that like a lot of people complain they don't learn enough and I really want to make that different with ours. But at the end of the day, it's still school. There's going to be boring weeks. There's going to be boring days. There's going to be, you know, muscles of the body and bones of the body and electricity and microbiology and chemistry and things that just aren't super fun to learn because it is school and you have tests and you have things like that required. So um, it's still going to be hard, but I'm hoping to make it like a fun experience overall. Um, the head educator told me I was worthless. The teachers were such bullies. Okay. That's terrible. You always hear like hair schools drama and like all the girls together. It's like catty, but usually you hear it with the students that educators should never, ever, ever, ever be involved in the drama. And I feel like 
one strike you're out with that. Like if an educator is bullying a student or like telling them they're worthless, that is just grounds for like you're done. That is, that's so sad. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. Someone said meeting lifelong friends. I love that. I think it's so true. I feel like in the regular world, when you go to college, you usually meet like college roommates and friends that you become friends with forever. And it can be the same thing with hair school. I know a lot of friends who have met in hair school and then continued to stay friends. And um, even like some of our girls that are coming are like rooming together. And I think that's so fun. So I think it's a really cool way to meet people that are maybe within your age group and have similar interests because you're all doing the same thing. So I'm hoping that that happens at our school too. Um, our instructors had favorites and were so mean to the non-favorites. That's crazy. I feel like instructors should just not be doing this. And I'm seeing so many things like this coming in, like rude instructors, um, is a big thing. And then like, so like someone said, rude instructors was what I hated hair school for. And then lifelong friends is what I loved hair school for. Um, that's just so sad. Instructors should never be the problem, but I will say hiring instructors is really hard. It's a very specific job. And when we were hiring, it's not like we can just be like, Hey, anyone who wants to be an instructor, come join us. You know, like we need obviously people who have a hair license and then we need people who have an instructor's license and people who want to do the job. And we're never going to find like a good hairdresser who's going to quit their job to come instruct full-time. Obviously that's just like not usually the case. And I feel like a lot of complaints I hear about hair schools is like the instructors don't know what they're doing or it's people who like don't even do hair in real life. And I didn't want that. So we do have like a rotation of instructors and we're going to have people who are actually doing hair in real life helping. And I, I feel good about like the team we have. They're all really kind and nice. And I will not put up with my instructors bullying people. I think that's insane. Someone else said terrible instructors. I had one say I was so young. My mother's milk was still in my mouth. Oh, that's crazy because young girls go to hair school. That's just like part of it. Like a lot of hair schools have high school, um, like programs for their hair schools. So that's just crazy to like use that against someone. Um, someone said it was my first time doing a blonde. I didn't know what to tone with. And I had a new instructor who didn't speak English very well. We went back to mix and she asked me what nine V was. (laughs) Oh my gosh. See, that's also got to make you feel weird. If like, first of all, your instructor, there's like a language barrier. That's hard. And then second of all, they're asking you what a toner is. Like, how are you even learning from these people? That's crazy. Someone said, best is meeting some of the most amazing clients that have stuck with me even after I graduated. Worst is the girls being bitches and bullies. That's typical. That's really cool that you're able to build a clientele in hair school and have them follow you. I think that's amazing, especially because when you get into the real world, your prices increase and sometimes clients don't like that. Um, but if they're loyal to you, they're loyal, which is great. But yeah, girls being bullies, I, I hear that a lot. Um, best is the friends I made. Worst was definitely men's cuts, pedicures, perms, and drama. Well, we won't have pedicures at our school. Um, but yeah, perms are never that fun. Pin curls, all that <laughs> boring stuff. Men's cuts, I know some people enjoy, but I feel like most people aren't like going to school just to specialize in that. And then drama. Yeah. That is the other thing with our school is we are doing a no drama tolerance. Like literally like we have like write-up slips and disciplinary forms, but our, we're going to touch on that on the first day in our handbook. We talk about, we will not put up with bullying drama. Like you're done. Like it's just no tolerance. Cause I don't want it to be an environment where people, I mean, obviously there's a lot of girls in one area. We have a salon. I've dealt with it for years, but, um, there's going to be like disagreements and arguments, but we won't deal with like just straight up bullying. 
The worst is a pedicure on an old man with the nastiest feet. Yep, I feel yeah. I feel like I did so many pedicures in hair school. It's crazy. The best is when we were finally able to work with real color. Yes, that is the best. Um, so I talked about how our curriculum is divided into three phases. And the first phase is all of the stuff that like you have to learn before you actually like get on the floor. So it's like electricity, microbiology, the muscular system, the circulatory system, the nervous system, the skeletal system, uh, you know, just all those things. And so the first like four to five weeks, the girls are going to be doing stuff like that. That is boring. It's, you know, busy work. It's learning, memorizing, things like that. But once you get on the floor in the second phase and you start like getting your hands in hair and learning color and learning all of the techniques, that's where school is really fun. My best memory was getting a $40 tip because someone loved their hair so much. That's sweet. And that's a big tip for hair school because usually the clients are coming because it's cheaper and they either don't tip or they tip just a little bit. So that's really, really cool. Someone else said meeting so many friends and hiding out in the facial rooms, acting like we were just well, like we were doing homework, but just being dumb. <laughs> yep. That's another thing. I know students are going to slack off, but it's also cool that they're just having fun, you know? Worst memory is melting off my friend's hair. It felt like string cheese pulling off. Oh my gosh. I feel like everyone has a hair school horror story where it's like you dyed someone's hair the wrong color or it melted or you cut too much off or something like that. And it just stays with you. I feel like that memory like is like PTSD. Anytime you have to do something similar, even if you like know what you're doing years later, you're still like, oh, um, Oh my gosh, this one's crazy. It came out that one of our instructors was having an affair with one of the students. He was married with a baby on the way. Shit hit the fan to real drama. <laughs> I think that story wins. That's crazy and so sad that he was married with a baby on the way. That's terrible and so awful that the instructor felt like they could have an affair with one of the students. That is insane. I hope nothing like that ever happens. Knock on wood. Wow. I want to know what ended up happening with that. Best memory is going to Chicago for a hair show as a field trip. Oh, I love that. That's another thing I want to do is like, um, like events, you know, like whether they're local or going to a hair show, we do, um, Orlando premiere with our salon every year. And it's so fun. We get like a big house and all the girls share it and we go to the show together. So maybe we can include the students and do stuff like that. Or I even thought like, if like a student is excelling and they like are going above and beyond and they got like student of the month or at the end, if they've like had good grades their whole time, they could come like to a class with us and experience that. Um, the cool thing about what we have is I feel like we do have a lot of resources and like fun things that happen and things that we do that we can kind of like give the students as like a little treat. So, um, Okay. Worst thing was the instructor's awful. I was doing a pedicure and the girl wanted a base paint and I was using a stencil and the instructor found out and was so mad at me and got mad at me in front of the client. I'm like, well, it'll look bad. So if I don't use a stencil, then it won't look good. And she was like, I don't care. That's cheating. You need to put more effort in. I was mortified. The client after my instructor left and was like, oh my gosh, they treat you so bad here. Oh, that's terrible. So, I mean, the thing is, if you are doing something wrong, everyone knows it's a school, right? The clients know that like you're learning and stuff, but the instructor should never put you down in front of the client. I feel like that's just a no-no. It needs to be like in the back room and not putting you down, but teaching you. That's what the instructors are there for is to like guide you because you obviously are there to learn. So it should never be talking down to you. I think that's so wrong, especially in front of a client. Um, the best memory was nailing my services that I learned and worst was my classmates. Oh, sucks. 
classmates and drama. I hate it. Um, but I agree. I feel like the best feeling is like finally being like, oh my gosh, I get it. Right. Like I remember being in hair school and there was just like one day where like I was learning, I think it was a cutting technique and it clicked. And I finally was like, oh my gosh, I get it. And it just made the rest of my experience better because it was like, this is something I've been struggling on for weeks and now I get it. And so like, there's potential to learn. Right. And I'm really excited to like see our students, like have those light bulb moments and see what they're interested in, whether it's fashion colors or extensions or cutting or, um, perms, I don't know, whatever they want to do. I I'm excited to see like what everyone gravitates towards. So that's probably the most rewarding part, like being a student and then also being a teacher and obviously like being a teacher with, um, what we do now, like in our, education courses. It's so cool to see it like, um, like come together for people, but they also are stylists. And so like, they kind of know what they're doing or their students and they, you know, they know, but these girls are brand new and they have nothing to start from. Like we're literally helping them from scratch and it's going to be cool to see like their progress over like the year that they go to school on the first day, we're doing a little activity called letter to myself where they write themselves a letter and we gave them question prompts and they have to talk about like what their goals are and what they want to focus on and where they hope to be a year from now. And then they get to open it when they graduate and like see how far they've come. So I'm really excited to see all of that. Um, someone said our teacher never kept hours legally. So when the school went on, oh my gosh. So when the school went under, we all had to start over again. I was one month away from graduating. So I never went back. That is terrible. And like literally one of my biggest fears, like Oh, luckily we're going, we're, we're getting accredited through NACIS and everything has to be documented and like done perfectly. But that's my biggest fear is that like hours will get messed up somehow for someone or something will happen. Cause that is just so awful. I can't even believe that. Well, I'm glad that school went under cause they obviously weren't doing things legally. Oh, best memory is the whole school lining up to watch your last clock out and celebrating. I love that. I love seeing people's like graduation posts from hair school and stuff like that. Someone said, worst memory is using 40 volume. Best memory is none. That's so sad. I'm so sorry. You should have at least one good memory. That's the other thing is like, I remember starting school and literally only like a handful of people that I started with ended up graduating or actually working in hair. And it's so sad because I think a lot of schools like just give their students not the best experience. And because of that, the students like don't even want to like do hair. I always tell people like, I mean, even with our school, like we're going to do as much as we can, but you still have to go out in the real world and learn like once you're out of school and going out and assisting and like taking your own clients and just kind of diving in is really going to teach you so much. And hair school is not the real world. It's not what your job is going to be like. It's very different. So I always just feel bad when people like never get their license or just never take the test or never graduate or do hair because it's like, just give it a chance because school is so different than the real world. But that's always just really discouraging. Okay. Someone said, my school definitely played favorites. Hair school showed me how toxic and two-faced the industry can be. I chose my school because I thought it was the best and they really drove home the team atmosphere. But once I got in there, it was a whole different story. I was the youngest one there during my time and I never thought I would get bullied by people five to 10 years older than me, grown women. Sometimes I wish I could do it over just because of the negative memories, but it's definitely made me a better stylist. And I may not be as successful money-wise as my classmates are these days, but I definitely feel like I'm the most honest and true out of them. Okay. That is so sad that that was her experience because I feel like 
when you're choosing a hair school, you do it based off of like the vibes, hopefully, and like what you're getting out of it and what you think you're going to learn. And then to go in and be like, I just spent all this money and all this time and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be is awful. And also she's right. The industry can be really, really, really catty. That's something I've learned, especially just being a business owner. Like people are jealous and rude and vindictive and can be catty. And I'm not saying every stylist is like that, but most are, unfortunately. And I've learned that the hard way. And I feel like it starts in hair school. It's like pitting girls against each other and having competition and being catty and drama. And that's something I wanted to create a hair school for is to like, obviously not every stylist in the world is going to come to my school, but I want to start making a change in the industry from day one. Like if in school, these girls can learn how to be professional and not do that to each other. I feel like it'll help the industry as a whole. And I think it does start in hair school. So hopefully other hair schools can realize that and make that like a big part of their experience is like teaching girls just how to be nice to each other and how not to be that way. And that's a big goal for me. So I hope that we can do that for our girls because I think that's so sad. Okay. Someone else said, my mom was an instructor at the school, so we didn't tell people because I didn't want to be treated differently. Well, they loved me until they figured it out. Then after I was constantly accused of cheating because I had all A's, hundred percent attendance, always had real clients, worked my butt off to make it into phase two programs, which is like the honors program at Paul Mitchell. And because of that, I was going through the program a lot faster than the class I started with. So they would say my mom was signing off on my work. It got bad with students and teachers bullying me that the administrators pulled every single worksheet I had completed to make sure my mom truly wasn't. They also wouldn't sign me up for state boards, so I didn't get my license until two months after I graduated. It was a nightmare. I was already 26 and married and took school very seriously. I finished in 10 months because I needed to get out and start working to make money, but they didn't. But definitely, but they definitely did not uphold Paul Mitchell. Wow. That's so sad because I know that like nepotism is a real thing. Like if you work with friends or family, like people can be treated differently. But if you really were working hard, like that should show in your grades and like your work, obviously. And it's sad that not only were the students treating you that way, but the teachers and like the administration. That is crazy to me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Someone said, Oh girl, I have a story. When I was in her school, okay, when I was in hair school, we were passing off haircuts so we can be moved onto the floor to start taking clients. And so we had our model week where we brought models in and the girls at the station next to me who was also in hair school was doing her little sister's hair and they were cutting round layers in it. And she brought brought up a section of hair to the top of her head right around the crown area. Oh, I can already tell where this is going. And she thought she had thinning shears in her hand, but she had the real shears and completely alfalfa the shit out of her little sister's hair. She had a full on alfalfa peacock tail on the top of her head. I was so mortified for her. And I found out later that her little sister had school pictures the next day. Ah, that is so sad. I feel like every stylist has had that happen where like you think you're grabbing your texturizing shears and it's your regular shears. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Especially, I mean, at least it was on her sister. Not that it makes it any better, but like at least it was someone she knew. Oh, that's so sad. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. All right. Well, that was really fun to read those stories. I think that is just, it's just fun to like read people's experiences. And it's crazy that, um, like in a year we'll have people saying their experiences and hopefully they won't be bad, but you never know. You, I mean, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but I'm really excited to open the Academy and just get it going and, um, just kind of see what comes from it. I'm nervous because it's obviously something new to us and we've put in so much time and attention to detail and money and just crazy, you know, like work into this place that I feel really good about it. But obviously we're new to this and things are going to change over time. We're going to learn. 
we're going to change things and it'll be crazy to see where we're at a year from now with the Academy. But um, yeah, so that was a fun little episode. I just loved chit chatting with you guys and it was fun just to do a little solo one. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're following the Academy page on Instagram just to kind of see the progress of it if you're interested. And I will catch you guys next week. Bye. I'm just Jesse. See you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Don't forget to rate and review this episode. 